You're walking out of your hotel room the day you're about to leave, and you hear a voice. Miss Tuller, it's a long time no see. Standing there, as as you see where it comes from, is a uh, tall, silver-haired gentleman. Uh, very sharp facial features. Vulpine, one might say. I shoot him. Uh, he's dead. Just never trust a, Never trust a fox-faced motherfucker. Go on, though, Derek. I've not seen you in quite a while. Do I know you? I saw you from a distance at your wedding. Not a far distance, just in the aisles. I, I was present there that day. I uh, gave you all a gift. I hope it served Greg well. Mm, I'm sorry, but I don't recall. Let me explain. Uh, you've met my uh, colleagues the other day, Gregory's parents. Yes. My, my name is Salvatore. I was the one who gave Greg his uh, pocket watch, along with all of your other friends, their various items, at one point or another. Can Laura do a sense motive? She's sure. not good at it, but she can do it. Ooh, I got a nat one for two. Uh, he seems like he wants to kill you. I kill him. I don't trust anyone who looks like a fox, and I don't trust anyone named Salvatore. No, oh, you, uh, you get that his motives are pure. He just wants to talk. These are uh, trying times, Miss Dula, and I just want... You to be aware that it's come to our attention that the protection of these items might be very important in a very short time frame. So hold on to that pocket watch. And I see some of your friends have passed who might also have the items. I would suggest you collect those items before you leave and hold on to them with your life. Do not let them fall into the wrong hands. Who exactly is the wrong hands? Because I've got some bad news. Bad, bad news. There's only... We do not quite understand what the threat is for a bit of a clerical error on our part, but the only hand that would want them is probably the wrong hand. Laura's going to kind of like look over his shoulder and start from the distance. It's a bit not good. Not good. You've lost one of the items? Well, Grogu and Truxton's disappeared whenever they passed. Cyrix is going to barter hers for a favor. And I already gave mine away for a favor, because I didn't know how valuable they were. He doesn't seem angry, but his demeanor changes. Oh, this is this is not good. This is very, <laughs> this is very not good. Um, At least two of them are secure in the somewhere. They just disappeared yes, when they passed, so they probably did something. These are god items, right? It's something like that. Um, I wish someone would have told us about these before... We went around and just gave them out. Although I don't think it could have stopped Syrinx, to be fair. They have been present since the time of the loss of Eridan. And up until now, they've never been necessarily important. This is uh, one of its kind, I suppose. We will attempt to track down the ones that we know where they are. If you, for whatever reason, come across any instances of the other two, please... Let us know. How would I get in contact with you? I don't exactly um, I don't exactly have magic of any sort. Uh, he reaches into his pocket and hands you a scroll of sending. This is uh, ID'd specifically to me. Uh, I'm sure you can get somebody to cast it in one way or another. So definitely let me know. There is one other thing perhaps you should look out for. So we do not believe these items being lost are capable of creating a cataclysmic event because Aradin liked to create multiple layers of security. 
we just don't know what those layers are. We did have means of researching unconventional and unreliable means, but that was stolen from us. So if you ever hear tale of a book that can only be read in piecemeal by people who believe in certain gods, please let us know so we can retain our... Uh... That also disappeared with the half-orc, Gurgug. That and his sword, I believe. Although I don't know if the sword was part of his thing, but it was a pretty cool sword. Uh, the sword was not. The scabbard was. This is... Well, wherever he is, dead or otherwise, this is with him. So hopefully, whatever this threat is, does not find it before we do. I apologize for dropping this information on you, Miss Toller. I must be going. Time is the, the utmost importance. But... I, I do have something real quick for you. Whenever, uh, whenever my husband passed, um, my son Daniel, he got a lot more combat capable. Like He became more powerful for a time. But shortly after I had to, I exchanged the item to resurrect someone. He lost all the power he had gained. Is there any way we can help him? Or Sometimes it does stay in the family, Miss Toller. But without, without that pocket watch, I fear, I fear he might not ever be the woodsman. If you excuse me, I will be off to try to find what has gone missing. You continue doing what you need to do. Fate is a funny thing. Sometimes it just drops certain things on one's lap. I beg you adieu, ma'am transforms back into his fox shape and scurries away. So that's what Greg meant by fox gave it to him. This week on This Galarian Live, our heroes finish preparing for the adventure ahead. I finally put Greg's plus one defiant chain shirt away, making this custom set of armor out of black dragon hide for the black dragon that killed my husband. Set out on the road to Kragadon. I just had a little dream that they were up to no good. What also, kind of no good are you talking about? Are we talking I about... Penny, I know we're fighting. Could you please cast Feeble Mind on me so I don't have to listen to this? They have more time to interact. This, this, this is called your lifeline. This, this kind of shows exactly the path of your life and how it's going to move and where it's going to take you. But not all is peachy. I can't believe I rolled a nat 1 for 18. This is some bullshit. Alright, so uh, we all fucked Ooh. up on that. Yeah, that was bad. Made, so uh, okay. we, we do not. Can they overcome the challenges along the way? Reaches into his pocket, pull out a small gray bag, pulls a fuzzy little ball out of it, rolls a D100, and... Listen to find out. Hello, everybody. I'm back. At least this time as the prominent DM on the show. In today's episode, we begin official work on book four of the Iron Fang Invasion Adventure Path. Now, looking back on where we started, the cast of characters for the first time is 100% different than where we started. Not counting the weird interludes we sometimes do. So, it might take getting used to. That's sometimes just kind of sort of what happens with characters in a Pathfinder game. People die, people have reasons that their characters have to leave. Sometimes they come back, sometimes they don't. But all of the characters that we started with are very important to us all, and in one way or another, they'll make reappearances. As we begin book four, I want to thank everybody for 
your help and support. And if you want to help and support us even more, you can check us out on our Patreon page. Any small donations anybody can make uh, really would help uh, pay for... We would use the money to pay for our hosting fees, the equipment, software we use to make the podcast. Every dime of it would go some way to making the podcast better. And I understand if you can't donate or you don't want to donate. But anybody who could be or would be willing to, please consider the option. It would help improve the quality of the show drastically. Even though I feel like, personally, I like the quality already. Improvements are always good. Uh, short of that, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, follow us. Check out our check out our website, check out our email. Any way you want to get into contact with us, we always answer any messages we might receive. So if you want to chat for a little while, just give us a ring or a ma- email. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to hold you on to this much longer. More news concerning episode 100 might be coming out uh, in a couple weeks, but we'll see. So. We'll just jump right into the episode. Presenting episode 83, The Hills Have Ogres. This is our first official episode of book four of the Iron Fang Invasion Adventure Path. And got some exciting news that we've been putting off for a little while. You all have leveled up. Level, level 13, baby. Oh no, yeah. No, no. Hell yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it's on recording. Stop. It's real now. <laughs> no, it's not. Stop. Uh, you animals. <laughs> so I'm going to let uh, the new party member kind of reveal her abilities kind of. Um, sure. Yeah. Organically. Makes so sense. who wants to talk about the level up? Is a new party member? Well, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, so I'll go first. I hit level 11, which as an arcanist does not mean I get six level spells, which is depressing. Uh, but I do get count greater counterspell, which to give a, an example of what that means, regular counterspell, I had to use as an arcanist, I had to use a spell point and uh, a uh, a spell level one higher than the spell casting. Uh, whereas with regular counterspell, I can use a spell level of equal to the one I'm counterspelling. I still have to do a counter spell check, like it's detect ma- or like it's uh, that magic spell. Uh, I also got teleport, which means we're able to teleport straight to Kragadon because uh, oh. Benny's been there. And uh, I got greater spell focus conjuration, which means my pit is going to be very difficult to dodge. And finally, I got something called acid spray and greater grease, which is pretty lit. So um, and that's me. Acid. It does, which is great, I think, because um, we all love ass here. But that's me. All right, I got, I'm got. i up next. Aside from the normal buffs, my Intimidating Prowess now gives me a plus 30 to Intimidate check, so I'll be doing that a lot. And uh, I think, Gavin, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the only really fun thing. Everything else is just kind of normal buffs. Uh, you also got a new ability called Stand Still. Oh, explain that. Uh, last stand, last stand. Yeah, uh, you were talking to me about it earlier, uh, but I, I think I can, I can explain it to you if you want. Uh, basically... Once, uh, uh, basically, uh, once per day, you can do something called stand still or last stand. The uh, the ability is pretty cool though. Uh, it allows you once per day at this level, and then a second time at sixteenth level as a swift action, you can become get an honorable stand, which makes you immune to shaken, frightened, and panic condition, and you don't fall unconscious when your hit point total becomes below zero. You what type of action is this? This is a swift action, and while you're making a spinal stand, whenever you, uh, to make a saving throw, or make a, a, a saving throw, like a fortitude save, a reflex save, a will save, 
you can spend an, uh, a method of your revolve resolve to then re-roll it. So if you roll like a nat one or like a low like three or something, you can be like, fuck it, I'm going to spend one of my resolves and re-roll it. You can do that as many times as you have resolve points left. So uh, I think there's one other thing that we probably forgot that might be of particular interest to you, uh, Sam. Uh, three attacks. Three attacks, baby. Oh yeah, give me them attacks. Understood. So level 11 for a war priest is not too exciting. My fervor went up to a 46, which means in combat I can swift action heal myself for 46, or as a standard action, a teammate. Uh, I got some new access to spells. In particular, this time around, I chose uh, I chose uh, Divine Power and Ward Shield. Divine Power is uh, it, it's pretty good. Uh, suffice to say, I get to do quite a bit of extra damage and get bonuses all around, so it's pretty good. Uh, Ward Shield would give me uh, 22 spell resistance and plus 5 on reflex save versus area effect spells. So, uh, not bad. I figure that's more of a defensive buff, obviously, but since one of Tarage's main weaknesses will probably be against anything that targets touch AC, uh, a lot of targeted spells will be on that list. So, I'll be ready for that bullshit. Uh, Laura Toller, come on down. Howdy there, level 11. Pretty exciting. Got improved Vital Strike. Now, I got a plus 22 hit, and it does 51 damage. Just, it's great. What if you're enlarged, William? So, I was hoping to save this, but Gavin has forced it. Uh, with our new character, she will have an ability that can enlarge me. And if I get enlarged due to the bonuses, I suffer a minus one to hit, but I will then do 69 damage automatically. You couldn't have made it 70 to make the math easier? No, fuck you. Just subtract one and add 70. 69 is the funny sex number. It's true, Derek. Do you think next level you can do 420 damage? No. Maybe on a crit. Um, Other than that, um, I've actually got quite a bit of dosh that I went and spent. Um, I upgraded my... uh, my cloak, my amulet, my ring. Um, but most importantly, I finally put Greg's plus one Defiant Chain shirt away. And uh, I spent most of my money um, upgrade, making this custom set of armor out of Black Dragon Hide, specifically the Black Dragon that killed my husband. I just marked plus three Dragon Hide. Um, and I also uh, had, had some of the scales woven into the cloaks, so now it's a little bit black. So now I've got a very, I've got a very uh, edgy, edgy outfit. I've got a black cloak, black outfit. It's great. Do you all remember what you're supposed to be doing? Going to Kragadon, gonna ask the dwarves what fucks up with this weird stone magic. They're up to no good. And we're gonna, why, Charlie, the dwarves aren't inherently bad. The goblins are, though. Never trust a goblin. Never not, trust a goblin. They're not bad all the time, but like, I'm saying right now, they're up to something. I will say that I forbid Samuel Eames from taking any points in knowledge history because he's got this weird thing going on with dwarfs, and it wouldn't make sense if he knew anything about history. No worries there. <laughs> the city of Longshadow has provided you all with horses and rations and whatnot to get you where you're going. Um, Daniel, Sirio, Cobb, and Mayor Crawbear are there to see you off along with Nava. Daniel approaches Laura along with the rest of you. Now, uh, so we've done a little bit of advanced scouting. It wasn't great because the area you're going to is kind of foggy. Foggy? Yeah, there's fog. It's hills and stuff. So uh, the fog will break as the sun begins to set. So we've 
you know how the uh, Iron Fang has been recruiting Morlocks? No, do explain. Well, the Iron Fang has been recruiting Morlocks. That's oh, why you okay. fought Morlocks a couple times. Um, beasts will hire beasts. So we trying to figure out where the Iron Fang, their underground bases were. And we discovered a place in the Valley of Aloy uh, where there's a, a Morlock war in there. And real close to it was an Iron Fang encampment. Presumably this is where the major forces marched from. And it might even be the encampment that the siege engines originally came from. Our worry is that if it's left by itself, it might repopulate. And since it's on the way, y'all might want to check it out too. But once you get there, you should be able to find some sort of pathway to Crocodon. Through the Underdark. Okay, that's exciting. Do y'all have any questions? No. Um, once we get everybody here, we'll go. You seem about- like a well-put-together kid, Daniel. Thank you. I'm very handsome. Do try to keep the towns under your watch safe while we're gone. Derek, don't roleplay my son like that. Thank you. I'm very well-put-together. Thank you. So about that, um, Cyrix is probably not going to be joining us on our journey to Kragadon. Oh, how good. Excuse me? <laughs> Wait, who's Cyrix? Was she the slutty half? Was she the slutty half elf? Yes, yeah, she, she was the herald who dresses a bit. Uh, oh, she just wants to sleep in. Oh my goodness! This no, again. no. Um, last night she came and talked to me. I forget, Cyrix. Did you leave them a note, or was it just me? Talking? I did not. I told okay. you to lie and say I was just like out fucking strangers or something. All right. <laughs> uh, Laura can't lie, so she's not going to. Uh, How dare you! (laughs) Cyrix is not going to be joining us on this. She has other matters that she needs to attend to. Like hell. I don't know what to tell you. I pull out my wand of sending I just bought. Cyrix, where the fuck are you? She's on another call right now. She can't. (laughs) You get the magical busy busy tone. Oh, Penny, I'm sorry. I'm I'm driving through a a tunnel. I break. Sorry. Bye. That is not how magic works. And I break the wand and throw it on the ground. <laughs> Aren't those expensive? I expect to see those gold pieces in my pocket by tomorrow, Gavin. <laughs> well, it's a fifth level spell, and I can't. You can't get wands at fifth level, so I just lied to you. That's <gasps> what the hell, Teresa? Did you fucking know about this? No, I'm actually uh, quite upset myself. Then uh, I just have one question for our party member. What the fuck, Laura? I I do have to say I, I will not share. Penny's words, but I will share the sentiment. Uh, she is a herald, and there are not many of them left, Laura. If something is to happen to her, as it's already happened to several others, that would be bad. I do understand Look. that you've, you've sentenced her to death, and likely other people to death for this. Cyrix yeah. is her own person. Cyrix can make her own decisions. No, Honestly, I'm thinks, surprised. Yes, she just she thinks, thinks she makes herself. her own decisions. No, but you can convince her otherwise. You just have to talk to her about it and not keep your entire group in the fucking loop about this. No, she's off going somewhere. Fuck all, and not the good kind to her. She has some personal matter she wishes to attend to. Yeah, I think she's going to be all right. Charlie, that's, that's very, you know, that seems very well, uh, very well put. She, she seemed like she could, she could handle herself in a pot fight. Hey, that's nice, but you have no idea who she is or what she's about. I do. You've you know, been around I, just as long as you have. I've also known Cyrix more than either of you two. I assure you she is a capable person. Yes, and your judgment is so stellar. 
She also Look strikes me as a cancer, and cancers usually can handle themselves in a fight if necessary. Oh, she, she's more of an AIDS. Who gave Charlie? <laughs> Man, I never thought I'd leave an AIDS joke in an episode. What the fuck is? That was not Charlie, by the way. Charlie's a, a good guy. So, <laughs> was that the bird? No, this was just me. I'm sorry. Laura, you've you've made a big mistake, Laura, for letting that happen. I don't think I could have convinced her, and neither could no. you. No, yes, we could have. She trusts us. She. She literally came to me and not you because she knew that you would make a big deal. No, because she knew you wouldn't try to stop her because you're a spineless piece of shit. Okay. Oh. If, any, if anybody, let's all have some anybody, tea. That's a good idea. Uh, Teresa looks up. She's been kind of contemplating for a moment. If you think I can finish this movie quote, by the way, uh, I'll give you a dollar because it'd be hilarious. No. Teresa says, what happened happened and couldn't have happened any other way. This is a walk to remember. No, it's a line from the Matrix. Derek Morpheus oh. says it. And then Neo says, how do you know? And Morpheus Listen says, up, copper top. And Morpheus says, we are still alive. <laughs> I know Kung Fu. Good job. Teresa, do you think that's air you're breathing right now? <laughs> Take the red pill, Teresa. <laughs> Laura, Benny, I am clearly not happy about what has occurred, but perhaps it had to occur this way. It's fine. Laura's a shit friend, and uh, keep that in mind going forward. You should keep that in mind. <laughs> cool way to start an adventure. I'm sensing some interpersonal like conflict. I'm, like I'm going to be friends with the evil person. <laughs> Sirix truly was the glue that held us together. Uh, you all ready to head out? Absolutely. Uh, on the road again. So they provide you with maps and compasses and whatnot. You're about a five days journey from the place you're going to. The first day is relatively uh, calm, but as you set out the next day, about two hours into your journey, uh, fogs begin rolling down from the hills. And as that happens, I cast Delay Poison Communal across every party member. Oh, good, because it's a cloud kill spell. Well, you don't have to do it for me. I'm actually immune to poison. Are you truly immune? immune to poison. I am a, a, a level 11 alchemist. I think I know, I, I know what I'm fucking what? about. What? I know what I'm fucking about! What are levels? Uh, Teresia? Yes. Check your back real quick. Okay. Laura hasn't stabbed you there yet. <laughs> I will not laugh at that joke because it was mean. It was funny, though. We're only mean to evil creatures. Well, actually, Penny. I'm not a creature. Elf boy. Charlie, what are you playing on that phone over there? What is this? This is banter, right? Uh, I play COD Mobile. Right? How do you play that game? It looks fun. Uh, it's like, well, you know, I hook a mouse and keyboard up to my phone personally. But uh, can, can you uh, kill? So you're a piece of shit. Can you kill evil creatures in that game? Hold on. Trace just trying to be an e-girl. <laughs> what was that about? Wait, there's a zombie mode. <laughs> Charlie, I would oh, love not. to play that game if we ever get a moment. You didn't say that there were <laughs> zombies. This is, this is kind of. Huh. Well, I modded it so it's dwarfs instead, but... Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Just slaughtering dwarfs. Well, I can't support that, but it looks fun, Charlie. You guys You'll it. see. You'll all see. I think the alchemist is already into it, but maybe is there extra disappointment for Laura? That would only be if you got to play as a hobgoblin. Hold on, Laura. Aren't you racist as hell against hobgoblins? I am. Oh, what's the, what do you got against with being dwarves, then? What? 
I don't have anything against you and dwarves. I mean, I personally think they're good folk, but I'm sure you have your reasons, as I have mine. Yeah, it came to me in a dream. A dream, you say? Tell me yeah. all. Tell me all about the dream. Well, hold on. Okay. The fog is completely covered the party. <laughs> I just had a little dream that they were up to no good, and. What also, kind of no good are you talking about? Are we talking I about? Just got, Benny, I know we're fighting. Could you please cast Feeble Mind on me so I don't have to listen to this? Are we Are we talking about va- bad vibes? We're talking about very bad vibes. Well, that's very interesting. As someone who is psychic, I do understand. You know, I feel the psychic energy moving through you, and I will I will keep an eye out for this dwarf problem that you're talking about. I'll I'll help you out. All right, keep you your eyes down low. <laughs> well, I'm kind of short if you haven't noticed. So. Oh, what are you? I'm I'm a gnome. No worries, oh, I'm not a dwarf. I don't think I've ever seen one. Too. Close, close, but no cigar. I grew up in Crocodile, but I'm also six foot nine. How well, I'm only three feet tall, so. <laughs> you come from Crocodile? How have I never met you before? I don't know. I believe it's because he's nobility. Ah, uh, well, yes. Oh, nobility. You know, we we do travel in different circles then. It's true. <laughs> the the dirtier or the the lower. <laughs> Okay, so... <laughs> Around Yuletide, Father always tells me proud of the Volk we came from. Oh, yes, I agree. <laughs> I don't want to go around telling people I'm from Taldor. I don't blame you there. No one wants to be from Taldor. I thought I'm I recognized gonna... that accent. Look, my accent has been gone forever. When I say that. I always hated that, people with accents. I... Yeah, this is... Just... Are you... Who are you talking about here? He had this Galt accent that, uh... You ever just wanted to take a puppy and hit it with a rock? That's the I feeling. Can't, I can't. Not once in my life. I can't say that I have had that feeling before, but I did shoot my husband, so I do nope. understand in a way. Why? Why are you smarter than me, Trixina? Oh, wait, you just, me? You just shot your husband. You can do that. Oh yeah. See, Tony got mad at me because I was fucking his brother Vinny, so I shot him because he was gonna shoot me first. I'm All right, it's time to burn a first-level spell. Detect evil. <laughs> I am you. I am not evil. I am chaotic good. Really? <laughs> I mean, that's pretty chaotic good. <laughs> hey, it, I killing your abusive husband. I do not think disqualifies you from being good. You know, there are there are many songs in Magnamar about that very thing, and I want to. Th- I want to personally. Thank you. My favorite is by the Dixie Chicks. Oh, is that the one about the two black coaches? What? No. Mm. What are you talking I about? That was, I thought that was the plan. It's about like... It's uh, about that's that, Ford you know. versus Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> it was that, you know, it's about... I think her husband's name is like Earl or something like that. Oh, is that where she burns down the home he's in while he's asleep? I probably. Something like that's that. That's a classic. Yes. I, is, I thought that so was a sitcom about... His name is Earl? <laughs> Oh, yes, that is actually a wonderful show for children to watch. It's about atonement. All I'm saying, Benny, murder is an option occasionally. That's why I'm chaotic good. (laughs) Actually, it would be pretty chaotic good. Yeah, nice guys. If there's there's an evil motherfucker, you need to put him down. Yeah, and also benefiting benefiting from the mafia. So as about two hours before the sun's due to set, the temperature fluctuations you notice kind of clears out the fog. And this first night of camping, the fog does not return until the morning. As we're camping, I go up to Gina and I I walk up and I sit down like right next to her. 
Uh, Gina is smoking a, a long cigarette. Is, um, is, is everything okay here? This is going to sound weird. Um, I heard stories from whenever I was a kid. Uh, I, I think you you know what to do. Um, I put out my palm. Ah, uh, I see. Uh, let's see here. This is very interesting. Um, so you see this line right here? Yes. yes so this, this is called your lifeline. This is this kind of shows exactly the path of your life and how it's going to move and where it's going to take you. And if you, you see it right at the beginning, it's very, very jagged. Makes sense. I understand. It, it seems as though you may have had a very difficult upbringing. Definitely not, but go on. <laughs> very difficult upbringing. And then, you know, it slopes upward and kind of curves off into multiple directions. I, I sense that you've probably halfway through your life up to this point, you've seemed very torn. You've been torn between multiple options, not sure where to go. That makes sense. But if you see this line, the line right in the middle, that's the path that you ended up taking. So this is the path that you're on now. And if you look, it's curving downward. So right now at the spot, you're kind of, you're kind of at the lowest spot in your life. If you look right here, right before the little mole right there on the left side of your palm. So right above that, it starts hooking upward which means that you will be finding some solace soon from whatever is troubling you. I guess one last question. Um, how do you get your hair to that volume? My hair has always been about four inches off off from the top of my head. Uh, ever since I teased it back in the day, you take a comb and you like rat it up backwards. And I did it so much one time that it's never been the same. Even when I wash it, it will not come down. It is It is a permanent decision if you want to do it. Thank you. This helps me. Do I do I hear talk of a makeover? And it's the next day. So I have a decision you guys need to make. Now yes. that you kind of have seen how the fog works, how are you traveling? We'll travel at night. When the fog is lifted. Yes. Could I get like a survival check for like knowing the best way to travel in this environment? And I'll assist you. Or a knowledge nature? Uh, God, probably a survival check. I'll assist you with a 13. I rolled a 9. But it's plus 17 for 26. And then I got that dank aid. Uh, it's hard to see through fog. You would imagine that would be true for other things, too. Well, traveling uh, in the fog would help us avoid the Malthuni scouts that they undoubtedly have posted around their scout camp, their uh, siege on. camp. Yeah, I say we go through the fog. I got walls anyway. Thank so you. <laughs> Just, just to be straight with you, I don't know anything about traveling on dirt, so it's probably best we listen to the experts. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Aren't you like a tracker lady? No. I, uh... Not you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Day three of your travel, uh, you're uh, traversing through the fog, and then as night falls, you, as the fog begins to clear, you guys uh, sleep. So while you're traveling on day three, I need one of you... Uh, to make a D100 roll for me. I'll do it. Damn it. 47. You make it through the day and nothing happens. Damn. Um, and as you settle in for the night. Now that we're a little bit closer, can I be using my survival to uh, help hide our camp? Yeah, go ahead. Matt. I can help. I can aid. You want to hit DC 23. Well, I've got it. Oh, fuck. That's a 20. I will aid as well. We get fucking found, y'all. Everybody needs to aid. Charlie and Penny, or Charlie and Teresia, aid quick. Roll roll survival. Okay, hold on. Can't believe I rolled a nat one for eighteen. This is some bullshit. All right, so uh, we all fucked Ooh. up on that. Yeah, that was bad. Eight, so uh, okay. we we do not. 
Uh, Charlie, roll me a D100, please. Time for a random encounter that kills one of us. Uh, the night, night passes and you all are fine. Woo! I went to Raja this time to give me a uh, D100. 29. Whew. Okay, give me a second. It's a Tarrasque. You all are fine. Uh, you slowly make your way closer, and as nightfall begins to set, uh, give me uh, more uh, survival checks for... Uh... Well, we might not need that if we have Tiny Hut ready. I rolled a 27 survival to aid. I rolled a 36 this time, sir. We have disguised our Tiny Hut. Okay. Um, yeah, you passed the survival check. Uh, Laura, give me a D100 roll, please. 59. 10 off from the good number. Uh, the <laughs> night passes, and you're fine. As you wake up the next morning, you find that you've camped more or less on top of one of the hills in this area. Um, and in the distance, you can see the opening of a large valley that's about a day's ride away. Ladies, Charlie, it's time to rock and roll. Gina, do you meet a 100 roll? 72. Uh, you make it uh, to the opening of the valley, uninhibited. Um, it's about 8 o'clock. <clears throat> well, 7 o'clock. What the fuck are we dancing around? I'm actually scared. Uh, the sun begins to set. And because these rolls are over now, I can tell you. In the fog, you have a 5% a five chance of finding a random encounter. It, when the fog clears, it's a 35% chance, unless you make a DC 23 survival check to go into like a cranny and hide your camp. Then it's a DC 25. And you all somehow succeeded on all of them. It's because we're smart. We've all so, seen our fair shares of battles. As you uh, approach the opening of the valley, uh, give me a perception check. Oh, yes. Finally, my eyes. 34. 27. 24. What is your... Was this perception? I have a plus 17 to perception, William. I got a 46. I, too, have a plus 17 perception. I rolled a natural one. We're on an even playing field, William. We're on an even playing field. Nonetheless, you can go to hell. (laughs) So, this is like the tightest part of the canyon. As you slowly enter, you find um, animal carcasses. Uh, picked from the bone, a uh, deer that the meat is completely cleaned off of. Anybody who got higher than a 25 notices scatterings of large tree branches. And if you look upwards, uh, some sort of nests. And then you hear from the sky, Squaw! Except it's much larger and much deeper. Squaw! You see from the air approaching you, Two very large birds. Uh, you've seen, well, have you seen them? Nope, none of you have seen them before. At least in this campaign. Charlie, you know it's fly? Or Buster, you know fly? Give me knowledge. <laughs> give me knowledge, nature. Give me knowledge, nature. Chance. Shut up. Can I get knowledge local instead? 19. No. Hey, that's a natural 20 for 24. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, I have a 14. I rolled a natural 16 for 16. Look, I won't. <laughs> I will only fight you on uh, perception checks. All other checks are irrelevant. Well, William can go fuck himself. I rolled a nat 20 for a 28. All right, bitch. <laughs> uh, these appear to be rocks. And they're going to fall out of the sky like that here in a second. And they charge down at you, and I need everybody to roll initiative. 
Does anybody have any paper? Some what? Paper. Paper. Paper beats rock. <laughs> I don't get it. I got a uh, twenty for my initiative. Twenty-two on the war priest. Twenty-one on Gina. Twenty, Joe. Uh, eight for Charlie. I don't know why it's not automatically showing up. I wonder if these rocks have a high enough reflex save for my uh, roaming pit. Gonna eat the rock. Well, I mean, they're in the air, so. No! What if we put one of us in the pit as bait? Ah, uh, Cheeto. What? Your nephew is great for this. Look, Truxton did a lot of dumb things that I am, uh, we, we don't have very, we don't have similar personalities in that respect. Uh, Penny, it is your move. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and just look over at my party members. Uh, I'll go ahead and walk over to Laura and just cast Greater Visibility. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I'll say right now they're about 40 feet in the air. But that's about to change because it's Rock 2's turn. He's going to swoop down 20, take a, a bite attack at good old Charles. Better not. This is against your flat-footed AC, Charlie. Uh, 28. Oh, yeah. Almost certainly, yes. Well, it's not that, not that, it's actually really close, but yes, it does hit uh, take 16 points of damage. He hits you with a talon, not a bite. I'm sorry. Do talons do less damage? Yeah. But uh, he's going to attempt to grab Charlie. Uh, let me just go with the bite, actually, I think. Get your <coughs> hand off the piece, buddy boy. I rolled the wrong number. I'm so sorry. Take your hand off the piece. I got bitten. It's okay, though. I'll survive. Next on the turn order. Okay. We can go with a bite. To, uh, take one less damage. And then he flies. You get swallowed. Flies uh, 40 feet back in the air. Fine with me. Uh, Teresia. So, Derek, question. When that thing came down to attack Charlie, was it within attack range? No, they reached. All right. Then Teresia's going to pop off a quick prayer. So everybody in the party, they should affect both the rocks. They should be in a 40-foot <laughs> radius, however you want to circle that out. Uh, it's prayer, so as always. Anyway, so for prayer, all allies get a plus one luck bonus on attack. Damage, saves, and skill checks, and all enemies get the exact opposite. No save. And then I will take a five-foot step of Rudy. Uh, it is Gina Pendleton's first turn of the podcast. Uh, Newton, Gina. Well, they're 60 feet in the air, and I don't think I... 40 feet. 40 feet? Ooh, hold on a second. <clears throat> I cannot. My range is 20. Uh, I know Laura's invisible, but like, do I know where she is? Where she was? Uh, I don't, I don't think she's moved yet, so you know a general area. Okay, I take a five-foot step back. I am going to make Laura big. These poor rocks. So I pull out my enlarged person extract, and due to my infusion discovery, I can give my extracts to other people, and I uh, give it to Laura so as that she is big. In, as you stick an invisible woman in the leg with a needle of dubious origin. So, uh, Laura, it is your turn. Awesome. Unfortunately. Well, <laughs> there you go. Have so, fun. <laughs> so this this next bird, it looks like it's going to be bearing down on us, the one that hasn't gone yet. Yes. Excellent. Um, Yeah, I'm going to shoot him with my improved uh, enlarged vital strike. I get plus one for prayer. I'm invisible, so I get a plus two. And they, I'm hitting them uh, minus their decks. So this is plus three to hit. Does a 39 hit. Uh, just just barely. 
All right, it takes 69 damage. Nice. And it receives, I've got my burrowing shot, uh, minus two penalty on ability checks, tackle, saving throws, skill checks. Um, Fly check, Derek. That is two. That is true, and it is a minus two. Although it is a bird, so I don't think that matters. Well, rocks are a bit clumsy, so. And if it wants to cast magic, it's also, if it has a somatic component, 25% failed. Uh, yeah, it drops. This, see, my plan was to get picked up by the rock and attack in the midair, but this is much better. So it, uh. Swarm it. It takes four bird. Just a giant invisible bolt just clips it in the wing and it just spirals down to the ground. It is that one's turn. It's gonna. Uh, move up to Taraja and take a Talon attack. Uh, 33. No. Oops. Uh, Charlie. Yes. It's your turn. Okay. Uh, one on the ground, one in the air. Oh, I'm going to get the one on the ground. Uh, well, I will challenge as a free action, and then I will charge, or a swift action. Is it swift or free? Yes, it, it's swift. Okay. Does that practically matter? In terms of what yes, I can do here. it does because you can't uh, you can't do the the intimidate attack. With, but okay. so yeah, go ahead and. Um, but I still can charge and full attack. Yes. And shout. No, so can, you can't full attack. You can well, not not all three attacks, but I can do one attack. Okay, so thirty-two. Yeah, it's okay. Thirty-three damage. Uh, this is a uh, he's still up, but not looking super great. Good. She fucking whiz. Uh, y- you've cut off his beak. We'll say. Oh no, that's horrible. <laughs> but he can That's still bite because he's got teeth. Oh, okay. Ah, Penny. Uh, go ahead and make me a... Never mind. Go, I'm just gonna... Fuck, I don't have anything. I'm just gonna magic missile the one that's on the ground. Okay. Alright, he takes 19. Uh, he has passed away. Um, and his ghost leaves this mortal coil and says, I only wish to find more friends in heaven. I wish they could have been you. Goodbye. Uh, and it's Rock's Two's turn. Um, I flip it off. You can't hit my 16 AC. Fuck you. This is going to try to attack Charlie again with uh, Talon this time. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and then he fucks up and, and does a 21. <laughs> That's not going to hit. And then he uh, flies back into the air because of flyby attack and such. A Teresia. There's really not much I can do against this thing. Hold the train, I'll put it on the ground. Delay. Oh, they could only make it like 20 feet in the air. Delay, Teresia. Okay, then I will delay my action. Clap the penny, sarcastic fly. Ooh. Uh, Truxtina Gina Pendleton. Uh, what would be my negative if I'm throwing high, more than 20 feet? From where you are right now? Yes. Uh, minus two for each range increment. All right, well, how far away is he? 40 in the air? He's 20 in the air. Okay, so... Due to Pythagoras, you only get a minus two. All right, well, that should be fine, because we've got prayer up, and that's a plus one, so it's really only at a negative one. That's what I'm rolling. So I'm going to throw two bombs. Um, They are sticky bombs, which means that they will take splash damage if they survive this next round. Um, But let's see if either of them hit. Does a 24 hit, or a 23. It would be a 23 to touch AC. Uh, Yeah, it's going to take 24 fire damage. And then does a 21 to touch AC hit. Uh, He will take 33 fire damage. So for a total of 57 fire damage total. Two fly checks. Oh, wait, because it's a large creature, do you add the splash damage too? It's a direct hit. Um, The splash damage will apply the next round if he is still up. So he'll take uh, 22 damage next round. 
DC 22 and then DC. Yeah, he falls to the ground. So oh, basically, you yeah. threw a Molotov cocktail at this poor fucker. Yeah, well, um, and then stuck that, to him, so like his feathers are on fire now. Now that, you know, Charlie on and the Therese, ground, you get an attack of opportunity. Oh, at least you get an attack of opportunity, huh? And then you get a full round yeah, attack uh-huh. and you want to take it instead of waiting. Okay, I did a 22. Yeah, that hits. 29 slashing damage. Uh, 28. Yeah, it hits. 10 piercing damage. Okay. That's what, that's what my swords do. So it's Laura's turn, unless anybody want to, wants to intercede. Yes, I will go ahead and take my full round action to attack it again. Dude. 18, 27. Does 27 hit? Yeah, 27 hits. It'll take 14 piercing. And then the shield bash, crit confirmation on 21. I 21, no. Okay, it takes 12. It'll be a 22 with prayer. Oh, yeah. Does a 22 confirm? Yes. Is it prone? It, it takes a total of <laughs> 24. Blood, uh, what is that? I guess it's piercing damage again from the spikes. And Derek, because it's prone, go ahead and I want to use my shield bash ability. And I want to oh, see if it's 24. It. Oh. It's passed away. Oh, I want to try to shut this whole fucking creature with my shield. Uh, I mean, you push it, but it doesn't really matter because it's dead. You just push it closest, closer to its grave. And Teresia and Charlie both put up their swords in a really cool way. I did actually forgot uh, prayer gives you a bonus to damage, so I didn't do 69 damage. I did 70. Yeah, oh. I also did not add prayer to my damage either. So on the character on the sheet we're currently on, I have now given you the map of the Valley of Aloy. Um, there are certain landmarks. Uh, if you go off of your map right here, to the west and a little bit north is what Daniel told you is the Iron Fang camp. Um, you don't know what necessarily any of the other uh, landmarks are, but uh, act freely. Do we want to wow. go? Uh, what is this place? We could go sneak up on that camp. Um, which one? Remind me, we never uh, came to this camp, did we? We only fought them at the river. No, it was too far away. Was- which one of you has the better stealth? I do have a plus twenty. I don't know what that means. Is... I've only got a plus five. I'm very, I'm very sneaky because I'm very small. You see. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast a low-level invisibility on you. That means that you cannot attack and do anything aggressive. It'll be I'm, bad. like I said, very even keeled. I'm not an aggressive person at all. Okay. I will, I will cast it on you. And do you know what scouting is? Yes. Look, I, I've been around. To be fair, not much in the countryside, but I know what I'm about. Okay, then I tr- I'm going to trust you, and I'll cast her invisibility on you. All right, you got 13 minutes, or 11 minutes. Cool. I will go sneak up on this camp and try to get some general info, see what we're up against. Wow. Standard operating procedure. Uh, Gina, you've moved forward a little bit. Invisible, yes. Yes. What is that? Sneaking. I believe those are ogres. I don't like it. Until the image gets bigger, I can't tell, honestly. So so you see a couple creatures uh, milling around the camp. Uh, Give me uh, Knowledge Local check. This is... Uh, I do not have Knowledge Local. Would Knowledge Nature work? Uh, I got Knowledge. Can I do Knowledge Local untrained? Uh, They are humanoid-esque creatures. Large, very big boys. They're trustworthy. Do I hear... So I can... Are they talking at all? Not right now. Very boring, very dumb. Because I can speak a lot of languages. Um, do you speak giant? No. That's the next language I will get when my intelligence score goes up. Giant, giant, giant. 
giant giant. I think the giants. Though to be fair, everyone's kind of a giant to me. Uh, give me a stealth check. Uh, 39 plus, uh, what is it, 20 with invisibility? Uh, that'd be a 59. Uh, you, don't, you don't think they notice you. I would hope not. I'm a Dexy gal. After playing uh, Tug Nabina, I've decided that I will not play any strength-based characters from here on out. Yeah, that's a that's a dangerous addiction that honestly you will <laughs> never get away from. Until you well, because they fucked up and made it the best. Oh, we'll see High AC. High AC and good attacks. That's, oh my god, that's all I've been asking for was Cyrix. I should have oh. made Cyrix a dex girl. Can I retrain? No. But all in all, you no. see six of these boys. Okay, um... Is there anything about the camp that I would like? Is there any walls, pits, uh, it's weird just, uh, fixtures? It actually seems weirdly unprotected. Uh, like they almost thought that nobody would ever find it. Just tents, tents and living. But I don't get to feel like this is like some sort of trap, right? No. Like suspiciously unprotected? No. I mean, you... Like I can roll sense motive. Yeah, roll sense motive. 14. To the best of your knowledge, you feel like it's just this way because it would take too much resources to build up the defenses because they felt like there would be no way anybody would ever reach them or find them. Plus, they all are very giant and seem threatening. Yeah. Okay, um, I slither back over to the group and inform them of what I've seen. So there's uh, there's about six guys that oh, very okay. large. Oh, I would... I mean, I don't Oops. quite know what they are, but they're giant. Could you explain exactly. what you heard them say? They didn't really. Giant. They weren't really talking. They were grunting. Were they actually talking at all? Not really. They weren't like maybe a grunt or two, but nothing, nothing that I, you know. Does anybody here know much about giants in terms of maybe? Yes. Being able to diplomat our way past or barter our way past. Well, I don't. I don't know if I prefer that idea. They all. Um. I mean, they're all giants. We could probably kill them easily. I agree with Penny. Wasn't that, yeah, wasn't that what your son told us to do? Told us to go, you know? No, here's the thing, Teresia. I sense a bit of resentment there. These giants, they aren't smart giants. And the non-smart giants are often hill giants um, of some sort or of a giant that parades around taking off random groups of people, eating children, um, killing people who are good folk. That's, that's, sound, that's what these giants sound like. want to warn you likely here in a moment you're going to ask the diplomacy again and correct me if i'm assuming but if we try that they will charge and attack us i i tell you this because we could try that if you want and we will still win if that makes you comfortable but no we could also just skip that step well i just don't know if these creatures are innately is there... sinful yes is there a way to possibly sneak around to avoid the fight and perhaps save our spells i thought we were supposed to go and clear out this camp I, yeah, I thought that, you know, what, what's a face's son told us to, to protect this. Were we supposed to clear out the camp or were we supposed to, I thought we were just trying to get to Kraganon. Like, isn't this like a siege camp? Like, isn't it kind of a big deal? I mean, Daniel told you that he, they were afraid that if this camp were to be repopulated, it could be very bad. All right. Let's fuck let's, them up then. Let's run it down. Okay. Uh, okay. Someone who's from Nermithos, fuck these Malthuni bastards. Uh, before we go, can I shoot back an extract? I will okay, I, shoot back blurred movement. I also have some abilities. Um, I cast heroism on everybody. Is that oh. Everybody gets a plus two to hit. And, well, that's it, I guess. Um, what type of bonus is that, Kevin? That's uh, morale, unfortunately. Plus two attack, plus two to saves, and plus two to skills. Um, before we get in there, 
Do we want to do anything fancy, or do we just want to try to approach brute force? I'm not worried about that. I just know that... Well, let's put it this way. I can make Laura fly. I don't want to fly. Unfortunately, I cannot make you bigger. I need to uh, mess around with how I prepare my extracts tomorrow so that can happen a little more frequently. That's fair. I feel like if we could form some kind of a... Voltron. You can just send me out first. I dare say I probably have the best odds of not getting struck. I agree. Um, let's just go then. Uh, we hit up everybody's... Behind that line. Okay. Uh, oh, Charlie, are you still wounded from the last encounter? Um, barely. I'm good. Okay. Let me know if you need any help. I've got this thing where you can, like, spit a potion back out, and it'll work twice. Palm oil and vinegar. I know about that. Everybody roll initiative. What tomfiller do these ogres have? Roll the 22 initiative. Oof, I rolled a 17. I rolled an 18. 24, my friends. Eric, this buff You have a plus 13 to your initiative? Me? Yeah. Nice. Uh, I took some tree and then improved initiative and then plus seven decks. So. Okay. Uh, Teresia's up first in the surprise round. You can well, delay and then I'll haste you if you want. Yeah, I mean, if we want to get... I was going to sacred armor and maybe Archon's aura for sure. Well, I mean, so. if that's what you're going to do, that's not a bad idea. I mean, if you're not going to attack or move up, then don't. I will delay until the haste hits me. Uh, Gina. Yes. Uh, so I would like to throw a frost bomb at this gentleman here. Okay. Um, make sure it works here. Uh, so that would be a 29 to hit touch AC. And he's flat footed as well. Yes. Uh, yes, that hits. Uh, it will do 26 cold damage and he needs to make me a fortitude save. DC 20. Uh, these things are good at fort saves. 29. Okay. He is not staggered. No, I mean 29 damage. Oh, yeah, sorry, 29 damage. But it is just a 29 to hit, because I threw it at a range increment. Touch ACs are very Don't real. Fire yeah, I, I respect what you're saying, Cyrix, but unless you roll a nat one, you're pretty much going to hit most things. <laughs> I'm very, I, look, I'm very excited about this. Uh, 31 on the fort save. Okay, well, he is not staggered. Uh, this one's no longer surprised. Uh, Charlie. Okay, I will uh, delay my turn. Okay, I hissed everybody. Now it's Tracy and Charlie. I will activate my turn. I mean, unless Charlie, unless you really want to go I first. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Go ahead. Okay. I will swift cast sacred armor on myself and sacred weapon. Why the fuck not? You burn a few fervor points on that. Single, a standard charge. That only means that means you can only move your movement speed, which is 40 right now, so plenty. 28 hit. Yep. 13 slashing damage. Come at me, you fools. All of you. Charlie E. Cheese. Okay. Um, I will charge it. Get a bop. No attack of opportunity here, right? Nope. They're flat-footed. Well, uh, 23. So okay. Uh, 21 damage. Um, intimidate. Okay. Uh, and I will intimidate as a quick action. 45. Yeah, I'll do it. And I should yeah, be able to attack off that, right? Hell yeah. Crit, 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 crit. Damn it. 32. And 25 slashing damage. Oh, 27. My apologies. This boy is dead as shit. Hell yeah. Good job, everyone. Break upon us like water on a rock. Uh, you just got, you guys just killed rocks. Uh, Laura Toller. Oh, fuck. Um, I guess this fella, the one directly ahead of me who goes next, I'm going to haste to shoot him a bunch. Are you? Though, because yeah. it's a surprise round. Yes. Um, oh, well, well, I'm going to shoot him. Well, if it is a surprise round, I'm going to hit him with a big shot. 
All right, so that's going to be a 39. Does that hit? Yeah. Uh, 51 damage, and he takes all my, my all the minus twos to ability checks, attack rolls, blah, blah, blah. 25% for somatic, blah. I'm going to take my D6 and non-lethal. Yay! The rest of them are no longer surprised. Uh, and it is Gina Toller's turn, or Gina Truxton's turn. Say that again. It is Gina's turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to move 20 feet here. And I will throw a bomb, and it'll just be my regular fire bomb. Well, it'll be a sticky bomb, so he'll take 11 splash damage next round if this hits. Uh, so that'll be a 35 to hit touch AC. Uh, yeah. Uh, he'll take 32 fire damage, and then next round he will take 11 fire damage splash. It is actually one of their turns. Fucking unfair GM. Yeah, I'm sorry about giving them turns. Bastards. Seriously, hit me. I dare you. Uh, he'll charge up about five spaces away, or five feet away from uh, Teresha, and roll to hit with power attack. Uh, most assuredly miss with a 22. Teresha casually sidesteps without breaking eye contact. Penny. Oh no, you gonna do it to him? No, I don't have anything fancy. Uh, could they all make a will save? Uh, these three? Uh, probably not. It's a low save. Uh, da, 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 da. uh, eight. That makes none. Seventeen. They're all slowed. They have a minus one to AC and they're staggered. Okay. Uh, these two aren't. Ha, huh, they have anti-haste. And then I'll go ahead and move here and flip them all off. <laughs> okay. Uh, Teresia. Teresia five foot steps past that. What's he wielding? A club or an axe? A uh, greatsword. She five foot steps under the greatsword that's still on the ground next to her from the mist. This is only six seconds, mind you. And she moves in for the full attack. Hit him with the 36, shield. 30, and 40. Woo! Yeah, those all hit. 19 uh, damage, 19 damage, and 14 damage. So that's what, 38 plus 14 is 52. And? Bonus attack, 27. Uh, yeah. For 15 more. So what's that, 67? I want him to yeah. make a 40 CMD check on that shield bash to see if he gets moved five feet back. Um, that, I assume, fails, but... <laughs> Probably. He's a giant, but you never know. Oh, God. Oh. That's What's the CMD? Uh, yeah, it, it fails. But okay. every five that it succeeds by, he goes back an extra five feet. It's a 24. <laughs> oh, no. It goes back, like, so many feet. It bumps yeah, into get- his foot. Does he bump into his friend? Yes. <laughs> yes. Fucking playing fucking bowling with ogres over here. You saw a lady with ten strength bash this motherfucker. <laughs> Just. Agile movers is such a dumb shit. I get it. That's, I think that's the first time shield bash has ever actually worked like that. Usually I don't mm-hmm. even go for it. Oh, that's what's fun. Charlie, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, she'll charge him. Correct. And yeah, and you have uh, 39 on the attack. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a little bit. 19 slashing damage, and I will intimidate, of course. A 36 to intimidate? Uh, yeah, you're good. Uh, 25, nat 1, though, so that'll miss. No worries. And that's it for my turn. Uh, Laura. Now, in all this hustle and bustle, I think I've lost the one I shot before. Is it the one that Tracer just shield bashed, or is it the one that's behind that one? It's the one I just shield bashed, I'm pretty sure. Finish him off if you would. That one. Or you could haste strike this one once, this one three times, and then... Well, we'll see what the dice have to say. I reckon I'll shoot that one that Teresa just shield bashed. 
Good. So, uh, 41? Uh, no. Damn! But also, yes. Aw. 17? Uh, yeah, well, it's dead. The fellow behind him, 27 hit, 15, okay. um, another 27, 19, and then 23. Uh, dead. A 23 hit the fellow in the back. Yeah, though. 19 that damage, because I'm just fucking shooting giant-ass arrows at motherfuckers. Pew, 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 pew. I hate whenever I get hasted, I don't get to live my uh, Dark Souls Great Bow Build dreams, because I'm shooting too much. So it is their turns. That one's dead. This one is... This one in the back is going to attempt to charge Charlie. Fucking... It's an natural two on the dice, so an 18. Not going to hit. That one's also dead. <laughs> this one is going to charge at Laura. Try me. Uh, a 33 would hit me. Hey, I'm a fighter and barbarian. It is going to do a paltry 40 damage. Why are you predicting 40? I'm at 29 points of damage. That um, does hurt. I so that know. one, my question is, is that one slowed? Yes. So my question is, how can it charge attack? Uh, charge works in a cool way. So you can do the full round attack action, which does double your movement speed, or you can do the single round action on like a slow or like a surprise round, giving you only your movement. And these are giants, so uh, they see. don't have high movement speed, but they don't have low movement. Well, they are very big. Clumsy. I just think something about charge. It's this one's turn. Uh, the one who Charlie just attack is attacks is going to attempt to attack Charlie. Uh, this one's going to be a power attack and also vital strike. Nice. Oh, that one hit. It's a trap feed, asshole. Nice try, Derek. Uh, Gina Pendleton, come on down. Um, I will do a uh, full hasted attack on this fella right here. Uh, there'll be sticky bombs so that if they he gets attacked, he'll take the splash damage next round. This is a 30 hit. Is that yeah. Uh 28 fire damage. How about a 25? Yeah. yeah. That'll be uh, 33 fire damage. So all total, 61 fire damage. Is he still up? Yep. Uh, does a 34 hit? Yeah. Uh, 31 additional fire damage. Oh, man. He's so on fire. Oh, he's dead. He just, uh, wait, he, he's he, still he, up? No, he, he exploded in the fire. Okay, perfect. He's dead. He's the deadest thing you've ever seen. I didn't even get to shoot him. Just, pr- just, just protecting you, Laura. Making sure that you're safe. I wanted to do my. I wanted to say I shoot it, and Derek be like, "Ooh, attacks opportunity!" I'd be like, "I'm. A, I got safe shot. I don't provoke attack no. at range with bows." Just imagine this: this big dude charges you, it like hits you, and you're like, "I'm gonna fuck this guy up!" And all of a sudden, this fucking Long Island medium just throws three bombs that blow this <laughs> dude apart. Like he's on fire and missing bits of his skin. Uh, Penny, it's your I turn. Give you- uh, I ask uh, Trixtina for a cigarette. I hand her a cigarette uh, that I pull out of my uh, tiny little saggy bra. I, as I light it, I flick it and I throw it into the ground and it like warps in and causes a pit right here. That's fucked up, Gavin. You didn't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a reflex save? Sixteen on the dice. Well known for their reflex. Uh, that is a sixteen on the dice and a sixteen total. Ooh. Well, that my DC is only twenty-five, so. Ooh. Uh, and then I will uh, like tilt my head, and it's going to go ahead taking the guy with it right here. Can I get yep. another reflex save? Yep. Needed that twenty, baby. 20. Nope, as is twelve. All right, they're both in the pit. Trucks, Tina, do the thing. 
Um, what's the fall damage? Uh, just a d6. No, 2d6, my bad. It's 20 feet. Oh, that's two points of damage. Very good, I don't think two. Uh, I kind of look around at everybody. Well, this is going to last for about a, a minute and a half. I don't know how we want to kill these things. You have some arrows that are quite cheap, right? <laughs> you could just shoot them. Yeah, I mean, I- Laura's going to be over there on her turn, and it's going to be... Like shooting ogres in a pit. I mean, what's the <laughs> chance of them making a DC like thirty climb check? They do have strength. They're strong. Oh, okay. Then we'll keep uh, going. Teresia. Uh, I will disable my sacred weapon and sacred armor. Smart. Teresia will then move over to the edge of the pit and say, "Well, now, fiends, if you tell us everything you know about the Iron Fang Legion and what awaits us ahead, I will not kill you." I like how she phrased that. Yes. Uh, Charlie. Time to do another gamer move. Do I jump in the pit? No. I would if I were you. No. I'm jumping in the pit. No. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you ever jump in the cabin? I'm just kidding, and I'm going to jump in the pit. I said Gavin. I meant Derek. They got 13 rounds in that, and they're probably not going to climb out. But I would five step forward. I would five step forward and say if one of them jumps out, just hit them. Okay, I get you. Yeah. I'll do that. Climb up. They're getting stabbed. I'm going to go there, actually. Wouldn't that be better? Laura's Coming from all the way from downtown. No, arc it into the air, make it fall in. I reckon. Um, I had to move so I can't do my full attack, so I guess I'm going to do the big attack. Um, I guess the one who's more on the surface. This is at plus two. Oh, but it's a nat one. Damn. Oh, that was pretty dumb. I just kind of I just kind of run up there, and I'm like, God damn it, I can't pick which one to shoot because they're you rolling around. You could have hit giants in a the pit. They're wiggly boys. <laughs> That's all she wrote for me. Let's see what they can do, though. Uh, it's a 16 climb check. That fails. Derek's about to summon an elder earth elemental to fight us. I can feel it. God, no. No. Don't do that to me, Derek. I don't have anything against him. I do a pit. He's just going to, like, yeet through the ground. I try to slow him. It's not going to do anything. He's still going to bop. Yeah, we could probably take it. It only has 168 HP. Okay, so the, the other one reaches into his pocket. Pull out a small gray bag and pulls a fuzzy little ball out of it and throws it into the air as high as he can. Rolls a D100 and and a cat appears and then falls back into the pit and probably dies. Uh, uh, that could be a useful companion for our travels. Be nice to the cat, Laura. Uh, well, that was that didn't work great. Uh, Gina, good old RNG to the rescue. Yeah, I'll be throwing a bomb down in the pit. Okay. What? Now keep in mind, you only have so many of those bombs a day. Yeah, I still yeah, have four. I, st- I still got fourteen left. It's about to be thirteen. Oh, in that case, fire away, my lady. I want to shield dash back into the pit so bad. Uh, we're gonna actually go with a um explosive bomb. Oh my god! What? They weren't explosive enough before. Uh. So this has a slash radius of 10 feet rather than 5 feet, so just in case they're not all squished together. Um, if they take a direct hit from the bomb, they will take 1d6 points of fire damage every round until the fire is extinguished. Okay. Um, so ignore what? that slash damage extra round. Uh, but that would be uh, 30, uh, right, 36 to hit touch AC, uh, 27 fire damage. Um, and then if the other one could roll me a reflex save at a DC 20. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, that's two. Okay, uh, he will take 11 fire damage uh, splash as okay. the bomb splashes near him. Um, and then the first one, the one that took the direct hit, is now on fire. And so on his turn, he will take 1d6 fire damage unless he takes the time to roll it out or gets a 20 reflex save. Okay. Uh, Penny. 
Uh, I walk over, looking at the ground where my cigarette was thrown. And as I uh, leer down in there, I'm like, "Mm." (sighs) Giant, giant, giant. Oh, I understand you. They just sang giant. Giant. Very well. I will cast fly on one of them. Let's see what happens. Oh, cool. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I got spells, so I'm just going to web one. I'm just going to web down there. Reflex saves. (laughs) You dick. I don't know. Like, I saw that plus ten to climb check, and I'm like, oh, that means they're on fire. They're on fire. They're webbed. Now they're webbed. And now they're webbed. Okay. Um, uh, Teresia. Uh, I will ready an action. If any of them come out of that pit within range, I will full round attack them immediately. Uh, Charlie. Uh, same. Uh, Laura. Put them out of misery, please. Put a bullet through the head. It's the it's the kind thing to do. Pew. Does a 36 hit? Well, it depends on which one. The cat. Uh, no. Right. We've destroyed their bodies. Let's keep their shame intact. God, I guess the one on the left. Yeah, it's 23 damage. Oofa doofa. Oh, fuck, Gina. I just realized that you firebombed a cat. Yeah, oh, my cat God. Takes, yeah, the cat takes 11. There's another damage. nat one. Uh, the cat did a big explode. No. Oops. I, I you know what happens. Uh, that one misses. Uh, a 34. Uh, but then... 17. Okay. And then a 28. Uh, that hits. 18 damage. Uh, he's not looking great. And he's also in a hole. Uh, it's their turns. And... Come on, you dumb <laughs> motherfuckers. Ah! Kill yourselves. <laughs> There's honor in that at least. <laughs> oh, no! That's a natural one on the escape the web. Oh, no! <laughs> And that's an 11 on the escape the web, and they don't do it. Uh, if the second one could... Hold on just a second. If the second one could please... Oh, yeah, that one's on fire, and he's dead. If he could take five... If he could take five damage, please. Yeah, the sec- so one of them is takes an additional um, damage from the splash and is dead. Or the one that's on fire is dead, and the fire also lights the web on fire, which is fucking wild. Because there's so much fucking fire. Um, and it's Gina's turn. One how, left. How close to that? Like, are we talking one hit point here? No, it, it's one attack from literally any of you. Except for maybe Penny Stack. Well, I'm just saying, I don't want to waste a bomb if, like, Shoot with your crossbow, girl. 1d3 from a crossbow would hit. So I'll just, I'll, uh, hold, I'll just hold off for Laura. I'd kill it. I roll that roll. <laughs> She uh, rolled a 35. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, 35 20. Uh, this motherfucker's dead forever, and that's the end of our broadcast week. We are so Get dangerous. Fucking wrecked. Well done, oh, Lori. I cl- love playing an alchemist. It all clicks now. Who fucking needs that Cyrix bitch?
This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Thank you.